So we're going to make some people angry today. Should Christians who are vaccinated wear masks for love of neighbor? And then beyond that, one step further, should Christians who aren't vaccinated actually get the vaccine out of love for love for our neighbor? I do see the considerations being the balance between uh, collective agreement for welfare mm -hmm. or, or the good, mm -hmm. common good, and uh, individual liberty or privacy. You um, are a professor, so I feel like you should have answers to this. And by answers, I mean the answers. You should. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. So welcome to Kingdom Thinking, everybody. As you can see today, we have a very uh, hot topic yep. that we got to talk about. And so we're going to make some people angry today. So Josh, should Christians get vaccinated? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great, great question. All right, we'll check this out. With all the news coming out in the headlines recently about the Delta variant, yep. right? Uh, the question has risen again. What type of safety features should be put in place uh, as a society? Yep. Some Christians are advocating that we simply wear a mask because it will help us love our neighbor better. Mm -hmm. Not for you, but maybe for the other. Whether we have been vaccinated or not, wear a mask. Other evangelical leaders are saying we should not mask up or get the vaccine if we don't want to, mm -hmm. citing more of a uh, kind of rights and uh, more libertarian view, I suppose. So today we're going to look at the topic of whether Christians ought to get the vaccine or mm -hmm. not on the basis of liberties, privacy, and love of neighbor. We'll examine some data and some biblical notions and we'll see if we can get to a conclusion. Yeah, dude, this is great. Uh, I know people are going to be pissed at us uh, in this conversation and so I'm excited to see what happens here. When we look at the current stats, 49.8, almost roughly 50% of the population is vaccinated and California is the only state in the union where over 50% of the population has been fully really? vaccinated, right? That, that's surprising. Correct. And it's like, well, if we're leading the way at like barely over 50%, you just know it's going to only go down from there, clearly, because mm -hmm. uh, that's how stats work. But then beyond that, right, it's a little bit of a less hopeful situation kind of as, okay. as you go through. So nationwide, right, the Delta variant is responsible for 83% of new COVID-19 cases. Yeah. And we see 97% of people who are hospitalized with COVID-19 are unvaccinated. And 99% of deaths wow. are coming from people who are unvaccinated. Now, uh, this is <clears throat> sounds terrifying, right? When you use you know 100, almost 100% type numbers, it's important to realize though, as a nation, we're not necessarily headed back into a lockdown in terms of like tens of thousands of people are dying every day, you know, blah blah blah, like that. Uh, as of the recording of this video, we're roughly under 300 deaths a day, which basically means less people are dying from COVID right now than people are dying from a disease like Alzheimer's, right? So we have this major disparity in this conversation of like all of these infections mm. that are happening, all of these new cases that are popping up, but people aren't dying as much. And that's because the people who are getting the new Delta variant are younger, right? And so their immune systems are better because we see roughly 80% of the population over 60 uh, have been fully vaccinated. And those are the people who are obviously at most at risk, yeah. right? And so the idea here, and the question remains then though, uh, should Christians who are vaccinated wear masks for love of neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. And this kind of thing, because we do see every once in a while, there's a breakthrough case, uh, meaning that people who have been fully vaccinated contract COVID. Uh, it's very unlikely that it's anything more, you know, serious than like a cold or something like that. Uh, it's like <clears throat> 6,000 breakthrough cases have happened or something, or uh, 150,000 breakthrough cases have happened. 6,000 okay. people have been hospitalized and less than that have died, right? So you're talking like, a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a percent, basically at this point. But, you know, 
somebody in our life, in our world, might not want to get a vaccine for various reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the question for us becomes, do we need to wear masks? And then beyond that, one step further, should Christians who aren't vaccinated actually get the vaccine out of love for love for our neighbor? Because and here's the here's the big reason why. Prior, when people were social distancing, staying away from each other, right, wearing masks, when it was a little bit more of a collective effort, it might have been easier to make the argument that's like, well, I'm just going to stay away from people and I don't want to get vaccinated and I'll stay in my house or whatever it is mm -hmm. there, but I just don't want to put anything in my body yet because, you know, I'm fearful or I don't believe in it or whatever it might be, right, mm -hmm. whatever the reasons are, whether they're good or nefarious. And now, though, much of American life has gone back to normal, right? And so we see that people aren't social distancing as much anymore. Most people aren't wearing masks, right? July 4th was kind of when everything, you know, opened up officially. Yeah. And so <clears throat> there's more proximity. And then when you combine that with the fact that the Delta variant transmissibility is like six times higher than the is Alpha really? variant was. Yeah, the R is like somewhere near six on wow. that, the reproduction rate uh, uh, in its transmissibility. So it's like now this is a bigger question, right, to kind of have okay. in that conversation where it's it's way easier spread than the original one was. So we have to ask this question yeah. of ourselves. So give me your thoughts there and just kind of what your initial your okay. initial reactions are so, before we keep moving. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't know a lot of this data yeah. about transmissibility and things like that. But it, so you have two, like, I guess, converse scenarios. Number one, if you choose not to get vaccinated, right? Should you wear a mask? Is that scenario number one? Sure. Okay. Scenario number two would be um, no, no, excuse me. If you are vaccinated, should you wear a mask? And if you're not vaccinated, scenario number two, should you, is the ethical implication for the Christian that you actually do need to be vaccinated? Okay. So those seem like separate questions yeah, to me. Yeah, right? certainly. Um, that merit their own concerns. On both of those, however, <clears throat> I do see the considerations being the balance between uh, collective agreement for welfare or, mm -hmm. or the good, mm -hmm. common good, and uh, individual liberty or privacy, yeah. right? So right. That, that's not new. Like, this isn't a breakthrough right. I'm having. But <sighs> I don't know. So let me take these one at a time. Yeah. So the first one. Should Christians uh, is wear it, the mask? Is it the Those Christian... of us who've been ma vaccinated okay. who are Christians, should we wear masks? Uh, the idea here is that wearing the mask would make it less, there's a lesser propensity to... Spread. Okay. Um, so the way that I could see that conversation happening is, okay, well, do we have um, solid data that that's actually the case? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a so, good question to ask. Right? So that yeah. would be the first question yep. I, I see people asking, like, well, wait a minute. We've we've had a lot of back and forth about the science. Correct. Right? Correct. For the last Correct. two years. Yeah. What's the science saying? Well, I guess it depends if you vote red or blue. It yeah. Depends yeah. So I could see people being really cynical about the science and, and what that means and misinformation. Dude, that's just a mess. Mm -hmm. Right? Which warrants a conversation about how do we even know and right. how do we trust things in, in the public sphere. So if I'm going to go ahead and make an assumption that we have reliable intelligence or reliable, a good reason to think if you wear a mask, it's going to be less likely to be transmitted to somebody else. Yeah. Yes, you should wear your mask for, uh, give up your right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the sake of another. Okay. Now, if I make you do that. Yeah. 
does that kind of defeat the purpose of the principle for you to lay down your right for mm-hmm. the sake of another? Mm-hmm. I think that's where it gets tricky because, yeah. I mean, think about seatbelts, right? Cars right. didn't have seatbelts until like, what, the 80s or something like that? 70s, but okay. yeah. And so, people protested seatbelts. I mean, so yeah. think about that for a yeah. second, right? Society came together and said, hey, it's probably a good idea to put seatbelts in cars. And it wasn't popular to protest, as you say. But now it's to a point where not only am I giving up my right mm-hmm. to ride in the car as I wish, but I'm actually held accountable to it mm-hmm. by like monetary fines. Yeah. Click it or like, ticket, dude. Exactly. Yeah. And so at what point does something become, well, this is moral because that's what it is. That's right. what the, the, the people decided. This is a good safety measure. And over against that, where is there room for discussion and negotiation? Where mm-hmm. does this fall? Mm-hmm. I could see people landing on both sides of this. For me personally, I know I've been kind of flipping about it, right? Like I don't like wearing my mask. I kind of don't really wear my mask anymore. I don't have to. Yeah. But if I take into consideration, now wait a minute, if I could be um, inadvertently making something like the Delta variant more propense to, to spread by not wearing my mask, then I should reconsider my attitude about that. Mm-hmm. And so my personal conviction would be, yeah, I should reconsider my attitude about mm-hmm. wearing a mask. Sure. So so we'll take a pause there, right? But before the we answer the second question, should Christians get vaccinated yeah. who haven't been? Uh, we see Mark 12, 31, right? So okay. I just want to read these two scriptures. Mark 12, 31 reads, the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these, right? In reference to love God and love mm-hmm. your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then Paul writes in Romans 14, 13, right? Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind uh, not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. Okay. And so these two verses are quite important, right? Because depending on interpretation, they can lead to a pretty dense stalemate in this conversation, right? Yes. If, so I would make... Uh, Kind of a question here okay. uh, to you. How do you think these verses ought to be interpreted in light of both the freedom that we have as Americans, right? Our individual liberties that we have as Americans. And also that I think that, you know, the America didn't give us these freedoms. These freedoms existed, you know, and they were just kind of confirmed uh, by the American government. Like God gave us these liberties, right? And then, uh, so how do you think, you know, we ought to interpret it, interpret it in terms of that light? And then that those of us who may have been vaccinated uh, feel like we're being punished for a pandemic that's continuing to happen among people who are unvaccinated, right? Mm. So we followed the rules, right? So right. I'm vaccinated, right? So somebody like in my position, like I followed the rules. I did what I was supposed to. I got vaccinated as soon as I was eligible. And, you know, I'm fine. Things are going good. Why should I have to be punished? By wearing a mask. For wearing a mask there. By or something that's being propagated. By, by people who aren't. Who you know, for vaccinated. someone who, for really, it's not my problem at this point. Interesting. So you want me to solve the interpretive well, I want situation. You to, I want you to give some thoughts around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, if you can solve it, that'd be great. Yeah, th- this is interesting. You um, are a professor, so I feel like you should have answers to this. And by answers, I mean the answers. You should. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. We have to take some of these case by case. Okay. So that you don't reach a stalemate. Because back to the seatbelt thing, right? Sure. Who's going to determine, wait, should, shouldn't should we have negotiation? Why should the government be able to tell us to have to wear a seatbelt mm-hmm. if we don't want? Isn't it my, isn't it my body, my choice? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I have the right to opt into a seatbelt or not? Right. So if I take that posture, then I'm going to privilege the do not pass judgment on one another, right? Yeah. But kind of like every person make up their own mind over love your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm more of the opinion that, um, no, 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 like the the common 
good, the welfare, the safety is the highest value that we have in society, then I start from that point, well, then I'm going to privilege the Mark verse, love your neighbor as yourself. That's the higher value yeah. than your conviction. And so I'm not sure I can answer um, which one should be privileged or, or chosen in a hierarchy in, in any given context. H however, I do think that um, my gut response with this pandemic specifically, yeah. this case, this context. The Delta variant. Yes. Yeah. In this specifically, I think the witness of the Christian church would be better served if we didn't respond with, am I being punished? Is this my problem? Yeah. I did what I was supposed to do. I don't want to wear a mask. It's my right not to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think the Christian witness would be better served if we didn't um, pick that hill mm -hmm, to, to fight die on. on. Sure. And rather we said, this is messy. Um, yes, maybe the science has been iffy. Yes, maybe the the authorities haven't been ideal in how they've handled it. Um, and yet we are still going to continue as long as these aren't mutually exclusive. Sure. We are going to seek the welfare of society in line with some of these mandates as long as they don't infringe upon uh, what it would mean to like to love God and obey God first. Yeah. So that's that's my gut response. Yeah, but great. I could see another like Christian who's just as who loves Jesus just as much make the opposite case. Okay, so let me let me present to you a case that I've been kind of thinking about, an argument that I've been thinking about that I find pretty convincing okay. on why I think it's ethically imperative for us as believers to get the vaccine oh. with the information that we have. Okay. okay. So move us into this kind of the second part of our question here. When I think of Jeremiah 29, yeah. right? And Jesus tells, Jesus, God tells the Israelites. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, sure. You're going to be here for a while, right? Like plant gardens, take daughters as wives for your, for your sons, right? And give your sons to, to women as husbands. Yeah. There, there seems to me, uh, a very pragmatic statement here that's being said in this passage about you have to live among these people for a long time and you have to live in among them in a way that is uh, naturally at odds with how you live, how you may want to live specifically. Mm. Right. And I think when you combine that thinking, right, with the reality that it's like we call America home. America is pluralistic in its religious convictions mm -hmm. and it's, you know, equal protections of all of people's right to practice or not practice there. And as a result of that, right, in some way, God has told us as the church, right, like you're going to be here a while and you have lots of work to do, right? And so you need to learn what it's like to plant a garden. You need to basically he's saying like you need to learn how to live harmoniously with people. Okay. And that conviction or that call, that ethical imperative to learn how to live harmoniously with people, I think is best served in the idea for Christians who really kind of take your point of not asking the question, why is my right being infringed upon, but rather how can I lay my right down for the sake of those around me, particularly people who are not believers. And so, uh, well, yeah, so I'll stop there. So what okay. do you think about, what do you think about that argument just on its face? So have you gotten to the point where you're saying based on that, 
that's why you should get vaccinated? I think that among a, a variety of other reasons. But I'm talking like when we include the data and the science on that, I think those are convincing as well. But I'm talking like strictly from a theological perspective. Yeah. There, that would be one of the pillars of an argument that I would frame. Okay. So I agree with you mm-hmm. on on the theological basis yeah, yeah. for a Christian disposition yes. to uh, for principled pluralism, right? Yeah. And, and this this sounds weird, right? Yeah. And it, it it's not. What I'm saying is, I think it's a good thing we don't have prayer in school anymore. Mm. I think it's a good thing that we don't see America as a Christian nation. Sure. And what I mean by that is. If you want Christianity to be privileged in society above and over against other ideas, then you're kind of doing a disservice to yourself because coercing these things into people isn't actually conducive yeah. to, to the gospel flourishing. Yeah. So it's actually in a space where, no, people don't have to pray to Yahweh. Yeah. That they might get curious about why do you? Yeah, yeah. So I get that mm-hmm. 100%. I'm just not sure how you get from there to therefore get vaccinated. Sure. So the idea with that would be this then. If if we are so you're tracking for the first part yes. A of the argument, yes. right? So as we move into part B, if we are going to talk about the idea of combining that notion that we have to live with people who are not like us yeah. and we want to live harmoniously in a way that with isn't them, coercive. Yeah. And and if we're going to do that, then one of the best things that's available to us, now we move a little bit out of theology and into science, okay. right? And, and so one of the best, the best available data that we have tells us that being vaccinated is a good thing, right? Like these vaccines, I think, are miraculous in terms of how fast they were created, how effective they are both in the lab and in, in people and live tests. Okay. There. And so as a result of that, the vaccine in this particular case, in this particular season, right, in this one specific framing of the argument is the best opportunity we have and the best way by which we can leverage and use this as a vehicle to live out that harmonious uh, mandate from God with those among us who are not like us. And so because that's Uh the most effective and efficient way to one, love our neighbor in terms of protecting people who might be, you know, at risk because of how transmissible this is over and against the alpha variant. Yeah. Right. Uh, And the fact that you are less likely to die if you have the COVID vaccine with mm-hmm. all you know available data. That would s- seem to me then that it would infer that the best way to live out that harmonious mandate would be in, in accordance with getting vaccinated. Right. So, so the, the case being made is um, God's commandment is to seek the welfare and the best opportunities and vehicles for the best outcome for everyone else. Yeah. The vaccine, as far as we know, is one of the vehicles for the protection and the welfare of everybody, therefore getting vaccinated leads to that goal, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. very simple syllogism. I, I'm i not an anti-vaxxer. I got vaxxed. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think vaccines cause autism, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah that's good. <laughs> However, I suspect that the biggest hangup, the biggest cause for pause amongst Christians is the actual premise of how conclusive the data is on the vaccine. Sure, sure. And so I I honestly think that's the crux of the debate right there. Like, I I don't know many Christians, even of the most kind of uh, polarizing sides or even on the edges, right, Mm -hmm. uh, of of evangelicalism that would disagree with, hey, let's seek the the best outcome for everybody. Let's Mm -hmm. seek the welfare. I don't know many people who disagree with that. Yeah. I don't think that's very controversial. I think um, 
the things that that I've heard, the amount of time that we have, sure, in terms of observation, sure, effects, um, maybe even the discrepancies with some of these mm -hmm. Johnson and Johnson mm -hmm. kind of things like that, um, and then the way that it's being implemented, sure, right. So it's one thing for me to convince you that eating vegetables is a good thing. It's another for me to tell you you have to do it, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. Some of these things in from what I'm hearing are kind of the biggest hangups for people to say, yeah, yeah, we should. And you said it's an ethical imperative, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I could see a lot of people saying like, no. Yeah, pushing back, sure, right. sure. And, I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, so, so my thought around that is, it's like we have uh, no doubt been uh, put through the ringer, right, with like, the CDC, Dr. Anthony Fauci, there has been some difficulty, right, around yeah. some language that's come out, right? Okay. Um, and they just, in fact, today, or no, not this week, they accidentally quoted, I, I am assuming it's accidentally, they quoted some wrong statistics about how likely you were to catch COVID for a breakthrough case, even if you were, right? And a bunch of people went like ballistic over out. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then some of the data that they used to, you know, put in those new mask mandates at the end of July were like based on uh, studies that were done in India with a vaccine that's not even legal in the <laughs> United States and that whole study ended up getting pulled, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're definitely, I don't think it's a stretch just as a casual observer of politics to say like, mm, there's a little bit of political finagling here, right? right? Finessing. Uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, if we're putting it, you know, charitably. Lightly. Uh, which I'm not wanting to do. But the idea of that being, we do have, right, this year of... Um, Hindsight? Yeah, of being able to look and see. Now we've got these longitudinal studies that haven't existed for a long time in people, but we've got about a year of longitudinal studies that have been done in like in terms of the test groups yeah, and yeah, things yeah, like that. Yeah. And the results have been overwhelmingly positive. And the reason why I still think I can maintain this idea and still think we should maintain that as an ethical imperative is like the idea of trying to wait and see, right, this longitudinal thing mm -hmm. is not how we live life hmm. in the majority of instances. And this is why I get a little bit hung up on this personally from where I sit. It's like okay. the idea that we want to like let things play out longer is fine for certain subgroups, right? If I'm a pregnant mom there, I would have been hesitant to do that. I'm not having, you know, my daughter's two and a half. She doesn't need, it's like less than 400 babies or kids under the age of 18 have died in all of America. And that subset group is like 75 million people, right? So it's like kids don't need the vaccine in my estimation. And, um, you know, that, I mean, I would say that for there. But the idea being like, people who are in difficult scenarios, right? So people who are immunocompromised or immunosuppressed, right? Uh, who eventually have to start living life and being able to get back to normal there. The idea here is that if we are at a certain point where it's like, how long are you going to wait, right? Because you can keep kicking that can down the road. So my okay. problem with that response is there's no, is there's limiting, no definitive, there's no limiting principple Interesting. on it. Interesting. And so it's like, okay. so we got to move the ball eventually at some point but you can't just keep moving the goalposts and tell me well once i get that 20 yards then we'll officially mm. move forward so it's a little bit of a pushback oh, I, I have there i hadn't thought about it that way um so what becomes a reasonable amount of confidence yeah then? and that that seems like i don't know that's that's a good question well yeah until, i haven't heard many people answer it right, right. we're saying like well wait a minute i need to see more right okay so what's a reasonable amount that would make you confident mm -hmm. that 
getting the vaccine is a well, good and, thing. And we know, right, these mRNA va- vaccines are built from, like the COVID vaccine was built so quickly because we had other mRNA vaccines that were able to, you know, kind of put in. And so there was a skeletal framework from which to work that was older than just this last year and a half or this last year when the actual yeah. vaccine came out, right? Because they had that thing, they had the COVID uh, thing sequenced like before February of 2020 there, right? So they were already kind of moving and, and, and kind of going kind of quick there. And so the idea to me is like, when you so when that response comes back and there's no limiting principle, mm-hmm. you can't function in a pluralistic society that way, right? Because eventually somebody's got to make a call mm. somewhere there, and that line is never going to be perfect, right? Right. And so my argument: so would somebody be, had to decide at some point. Yeah, we're going to wear seatbelts. Correct. Correct. And you had to just drag people into the future with you, perhaps kicking and screaming on yeah. some of those things. And so now we have and it belts. is for the betterment of society that we wear seatbelts, yeah. like all the now, way around. Now right? is that. Is that kind of an argument from convenience? To What's say, like, that? Oh, look, seatbelts worked. Well, I mean, either it is going to work or it's not going to work, right? right? Like, there's no, there's there, no in between there. Yeah, I mean, either the, you know, either we will all have three hands in 20 years from this COVID vaccine, <laughs> or we'll be fine, right? And so it's like, there's, you know, it can only go one of two ways: Correct. either it works or it doesn't work. But, but what you're saying is, it's morally imperative that we take that risk right now. Yeah, that would be That's my what big you're argument. Saying. Yeah, and so like, I get it. Yeah. I got vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm but, kind of preaching to the choir in but this I'm, one. But, but I'm I mean, also for saying, Christians who are curious. Yeah, dude, like, I don't know, man. I still feel kind of sympathetic for, not for like the cynical people who are like, no, yeah, like, right, like right. gosh darn it. Right. I don't want to pay taxes. Like, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Right, I'm not talking right. about those people. Yeah. I'm talking about like genuinely concerned people who feel a little bit of paralysis yeah. and they don't know. Well, like, and this is why I'm trying to frame this delicately and not like a jerk, right? Yeah. Because I think it's important to understand that it's okay to question things. And and I don't have any problem with that, yeah. right? But eventually you either got to poop or get off the toilet, <laughs> right? And so my like kind of gentle push, no pun intended, is to say like, yeah, it's probably time to poop, you know? And, and so I think, there, I think there's enough evidence that we've amassed yeah. in 160 million people we're doing pretty well, yeah. you know, all things considered, there to say, yeah, it's probably okay to poop now, you know, as far as that goes. Yeah. There. So let me ask you, okay. uh, or do you have any final thoughts on that? No, before we I move mean, on? I, I, it's hard to move past that, like, uh, that trepidation, that logical stalemate, right? Yeah. Because it's like, if you can convince me of the premise that the vaccine is actually the best way to seek the, the welfare for everyone, yeah, we're all good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I convince you? Do you find that argument convincing? Well, I mean, you already convinced me. If the you premise is true, there. yeah, then it works. Well, I mean, it's true and it works. All right. So, uh, so from a pastoral concern okay. perspective, right? How do we keep our churches together over this? Oh, so, this is tough. let me. I'll share real quick. Yeah. Uh, the church that I go to and the church that I work at, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of pissed off people. Right. That we were wearing masks. That we were closed. Right. Like right. We, we lost some people that I really were like, huh. oh man, that really breaks my heart. Yeah. They left. I understood. Like I get it. And that's fine. There, but. Now that we're out of it, but we're just kind of being dragged into it. And God knows, right, that, like, our Governor Newsom is going to be more on the, like, hey, we're going to be Correct. stringent and structured side as opposed Correct. to maybe, like, the Texas Correct. side, right? And so, Playing and, fast and loose. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like, yeah, we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, but, you know, like, that's going to cause some problems in our yes, churches, there, especially yes, where is. we are, you know, in, in the part of the state that we're in. And so yeah. it's like, how do we keep our churches together over this? What this, is your this, main thought oh, on this? This is tough, man. I mean, I've seen churches split not seen it but like know of it over dumber things right well but related things yeah like the last election yeah yeah and it 
unfortunately seems to me like every single thing that pops up just gets sucked in. Yeah, yeah. Like a, to the like vortex a, that is like polemic politics. Exactly. And so I guess the first thing I would say is we must emphasize that the embassy to which the church is um, aligned with is not one that is limited uh, to these political categories. Yes, for sure. Meaning what you stand for is so much larger. Um, and that, that, that seems so simplistic and dismissive, but it's not. Right. What I mean by that is um, you should care about politics because people get affected by it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying just pray. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, well, just only Jesus can transform hearts, so we shouldn't do anything about racism. That's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is if you're uh, involved, if you're still inclined, keep learning, keep doing things, keep getting involved, but also don't despair and don't end, hopefully, relationships yeah. over some of these things. Right. And so I think setting that hierarchy is really important because mm. we've lost so much of that sight, I think, mm. in the last... Yeah, that's good. Do, do you kind of get what I mean? Yeah, So it's, it's not a passive dismissiveness right. of these things, but it's a, no, 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 we got to keep getting involved. We got to keep doing things. But at the same time, we know, hey, these things are, they should not threaten uh, our, the message of, of the gospel, which yeah. by its nature is contrary to uh, human government anyway. Yeah, that's great. I, I think that's super awesome. There And then, yeah, so that's a, those are the questions I had yeah. for you tonight. I, think uh, I that, mean, that, that's good stuff. Yeah, you really got me rub. thinking because we did this on purpose. I didn't know about the questions beforehand, yeah. right? But I mean, what do you guys think? These questions are some that maybe you're asking as well. Maybe people in your churches, people you know of, people you really care about. What do you think? What are some considerations that we missed? Leave us a comment. We definitely want to hear from you guys. Uh, on, on such an important topic. Yeah. So we will catch you next time on Kingdom Thinking. Make sure to catch us on the Juice app.